Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the next Best Picture podcast, and this is Will Mavity's interview with the star for Jockey, Clifton Collins Jr. Out of all the things you do in life, there's that one minute that you feel like you're the most important thing in the world because everybody's watching you. I was a great jockey for a little while. How you doing, Jax? I'm doing real good. I'm feeling good. Just tell me what's going on. It's it's just wear and tear. You've done some damage. You need to get yourself to a doctor. You are a doctor. I'm a horse doctor. You seen that new kid been training at Jerry's barn? Yeah, he can ride. Coming across the stress. That's right. Let him feel it. I'm going to push back. I'm going to push back, push back, push back. You know, when you get older, you start to realize that uh, you and your body, they just ain't the same. Look, I know I'm not in the same shape as these young cats, but I still got a good couple years left in me. Come this far together, right? Yeah. You, can, you can just have a little cookie. I mean, just a dance. <laughs> I might be a little more shaped than what I thought. I saw this photo and I thought, what if I could be somebody like that? I'm sure you caught wind of my winnings and came to some conclusion, but you know, by the time your earnings get carved up, there's not a whole lot left for the jockey. There ain't no better world. There's just this one. All right, this is uh, Will Mavity with NextBestPicture.com. Clifton, how you doing? I'm doing great. Well, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking time to talk to me. Do you have a? I mean, I, I see all kinds of the cowboy aesthetic in your room right now. Do you have a background with horses in general? I do. I do. Uh, you know, my grandfather was a contract player for John Wayne. He did all those, a lot of those Westerns from Rio Bravo to the Sheepmen and um, worked with the old greats, you know, Howard Hawks, Mervyn Leroy. So I, I, I come from that and constantly watching films with him. But then being able to do a, a role like Lawrence in Westworld and all, all of that horse experience was a lot of fun, too. So rodeo horse is very different than thoroughbreds and these, these dragster horses on the racetrack. So that, that was a whole new learning curve. But um, I, I love horses. I love them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, uh, you certainly play a character well who loves them. One thing the film talks about a lot is that the jockeys have to be very small. They have to keep their weight low. So I was curious what kind of physical preparation you had to do to kind of become this guy who does look like a jockey. A, a lot of calisthenics on, on top, in addition to a uh, extreme diet, you know, one, once I, excuse me, once I got to a uh, turf paradise in Northern Phoenix, I, I quickly got wind of how they ate and the things that they did. So I, I quickly adapted that. 
And it's, it's easier to do when you've got friends around you, they're all doing the same thing because that's just how they live. So I wanted to live how they live. It wasn't like once I left set, I was going home to eat a pizza. It's like <laughs> eating almonds. You know, my, my dinner was usually, you know, one to 3 p.m. And uh, for, for stomach pains, you know, I, I, I'd knock off a couple almonds. If I was feeling really squirrely, I would I would dip into the secret bag of, of chocolate peanut M and M's I had. I don't know what to you, but I think it's the shame. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would I would I would sneak some of those in every now and then. But I, I dropped one forty three. Wow! <laughs> I don't think that's... I weighed since I was sixteen. Yeah. Oh my God! Likewise, that's wild. So you you mentioned that you really got embedded with the jockeys. Can you tell me a little bit more about kind of what kind of prep you did with them in general, getting to know them, stuff like that? It, it's really just, a, a, you know, assimilation and hanging out with them and, and doing as they do. So it would be the, you know, whether you join a, you know, the army or a, a football team or a, a band or, or things of that nature, you, you quickly learn, you know, who the like-minded people are. Uh, you're always ear hustling, trying to pick up any game <laughs> wherever so that was my trick to getting in and I'm, I'm like a sponge like I, I try to soak as much as I can as quickly as I can so I can disappear into my environment I, I want all the actor stuff out of the way I don't want to let's pretend I retired from acting maybe I'll be a trainer maybe I'll be a jockey you know some of those jockeys were taller than me uh Cato was 71 when we did that film he's still racing so yeah, it's a, it's a certain breed of people for sure. So just being in that room allowed me to pick up the latest uh, vernacular and, and verbiage that they use, culturally speaking. So that was good. So it allowed me to, to bring, you know, that authenticity and, and how they speak and the words that they use. Because things have changed since both Clint and, and his father had raised. Right. You know, words change and the, the ideas and the way they function. And, and even the culture, it's like it's far more Latino heavy now. Yeah. Whereas it, I remember a, a world that was more Cajun heavy, you know, so we played with that idea at first before we went to Latino, which was really Clint's idea. And when I got there and I saw all the Latino, there's a lot of Latinos in the movie you might not even know are Latino because they're half white like myself or just just been in America for a long time. So they seem real country, yeah. you know. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support, 
Now back to the show. So um, I can't stop thinking about the last shot of the film and the fact that you go through basically the entire array of human emotional spectrum in like the span of a minute and a half long take. Can you tell me a little bit about just that scene and what you were doing there in general? Uh, thankfully, we, we shot mostly in sequence. So you get to grow as artists, as, as uh, actors, as friends, as the characters in the film. So that last shot, uh, <clears throat> I wasn't exactly sure how far Adolfo was going to go with me, our amazing DP. Yeah. Um, so I asked Clint, I said, okay, this is the last shot of the movie. It's a big deal. What beats do you see here? And he gave me more or less, like probably, you know, I don't know, two or three beats. I said, cool. And he's going to follow me up to the parking lot. I said, yeah. So okay, we haven't established it because I know. I said, okay, cool. I said, well, this is what I'm going to go through. Uh, X, Y, Z, I'm turning the corner. I'll, I'll throw a th- look back and I'm, I, I want to give my love and my blessing. And it's emotional because uh, somebody I thought was my son, it's not my son, but I still love the kid. He's driven, he's passionate, he's doing it for all the right reasons. And I'm letting go and I'm embracing who I am. And I haven't been able to do that. The whole, my whole career, I haven't been able to do that. I Sure, I could talk about the glory days of this race I did or that race I did, or that one time I did this one thing nobody thought I'd do. I could talk about all of that, but I can't talk about who I am right now. Or, or where I think I'm going, and know I'm going, um, and and there's something very cathartic about uh, letting go and just em- embracing whatever is and what will be, and it's uh it's 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 a uh, it, it evokes a lot of emotions and and tears. So I just I think we got that in two takes. Yeah, there's there's one that was slightly heavier, like slightly more emotional. Um, yeah. So that was, that was, but I, I knew one of the greatest joys for me, again, it, it always goes back to the jockeys because those are the people I'm representing on the screen and to, to have their blessings or to, to steal their hearts is, is probably one of the greatest joys. And I, I just remember that the jockeys had already gotten used to us being there and we're all like pretty tight and they know that we're going to be leaving soon too. And they know what the story is now because they didn't get scripts, but they've seen it and they've experienced yeah. it their lives more or less pieces of it and you know there's so many jockeys just stuck around to watch that shot oh, um, and to see some of those jockeys crying <laughs> i was like ah i gotcha oh man and i'm assuming that fed you and made you in turn cry more too oh man that's heavy okay and then uh last question you know you're one of those actors who you see in everything. I don't even know how many credits you have, but you, uh, <laughs> you've worked with a million great directors. Uh, who is somebody you would really love to work with next? The same people I'm working with. <laughs> I love the Guillermo del Toro's. I love the Soderbergh's. I love uh, the Alejandro Inaratu's. Uh, you know, I would love to add Pedro to the list. I'm a Dovart. Um, oh, and, yeah. and, um, and Clinton Gregg. I'm, 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 we're dying for another beautiful uh, collaborative get down and hopefully on the indie scope because there, there's a, a, a such a the, the rewards are different on that on that level of intimacy and it, it's, it, there's so much magic that happens as a result of the machine not being so present yeah. you know there are producers showing up on set from the studios talking about this or that or the clock or none of that so there's a beautiful creative freedom that just uh that finds its own ebb and flow within the story and the parameters of the theme and things of that nature that are, are allowed to just be. And when you've got a crew of 10, 
uh, uh, you know, two, three other dedicated actors um, and, a, and a director and a producer that are all um, there on the same, you're all heading to the same place and trying to get to the same way. So you've got all these like minds, nobody's going against each other. You know, we've got ideas and collaborative ideas that we want to address and explore, but we'll explore them together. And there's something really, there's just magic that happens when you do that. Yeah, this was uh, this was indie cinema at its finest, beautiful bit of no budget filmmaking. And I'm so glad you got a good shining lead role. So we get to appreciate so much of what you can do. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. You know, I wish you best of luck this award season. And I hope uh, everybody enjoys the movie and that you get to do plenty more great roles like this for years to come. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be good, Will. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Will Mavity's interview with Clifton Collins Jr., the star of the new independent film Jockey, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Jockey is currently playing in limited release from Sony Pictures Classics and has been nominated for three Independent Spirit Awards, including Best First Feature and Best Actor for Clifton Collins Jr. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death Ready. of a Film Star. And Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.